always accept personal accountability. I could have done something different. What could I have done differently? I could have changed that fucking person's mind, man. I just needed a little more time. I needed to ask two questions. Fuck, I missed this great question right here. I know, but everything's a learning experience. Walk away from every call that you didn't sell being like, damn, what could I have done differently and analyze it, figure it out and use it on your next call. You can close everybody that comes across the fucking door. We make mistakes every day in basically every facet of life. Wouldn't it be nice to just skip a few? We'll help you fuck up less. Listen in. We have a guest here today. Um, I don't know if anybody's familiar, if you've read the Bible before, you heard of Noah's Ark. Um, literally, the guy saved the world and saved humanity. And we have the Noah on the show this week. So if you guys are excited to literally just talk to the, the person who saved humanity, he is on the line right now. Noah, why don't you do a quick introduction of yourself and a little bit of your background? I know you're doing sales and and setting for you know gym academy, but give us a little background of like your where you started, where you came from, your history, and like how you came to be where you're at right now. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I mean, that's a proper introduction, so I, I appreciate that. Um, as far as my experience, I mean, it started out when I was in high school. I mean, I, I always had that entrepreneur spirit, so I started my own business, um, went through college, and then a few years out full time. Um, it was a mobile detailing business. Went went really well. Um, only problem is I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and so I ended up pulling back, got into sales um, in the online space. I've been on all kinds of different offers um, from e-com to fitness and now in business consulting. Um, the biggest thing that I've enjoyed so far about sales is the flexibility. You know, one thing I've been talking to Bob about is... I've been in a situation, you know, where I don't have any personal life outside of work. Um, and that's really the one of the biggest drives for me with sales and with having a little bit more freedom is I get to have a little bit more of that personal life. Um, but that's a bit about me and kind of why I'm here and what I've been through. Um, as far as my experience level, um, I've sold about four hundred thousand dollars for a few other B2C opportunities. Um, and so I'm definitely a little bit more nuanced, but um, I've gone through sales trainings and things like that. So that's about my my sales experience. Nice, man. It's awesome to see you got like business experience, right? The mobile mobile detailing. I know it's a very, very tough business. I know a lot of yeah. mobile detailers. It's a very, very tough business. Where are you located out of? Where are you from? Yeah, I'm here in Phoenix, Arizona. Nice, nice, awesome. Obviously, Angelo is a, a car fanatic, so you could probably jam on that. Actually, we're both kind of love cars. Angelo's oh, cool. taste the cake. Right before... Uh, we were going to kick off today's pod. Noah and I were just jamming because um, we had a couple minutes and just kind of going over setting expectations for the day and going over some stuff. And Noah, it's been like probably four weeks now you've been with Gym Academy? Yeah, I think it's like three now. Yeah, it's the third week. Um, so, you know, he's come on and he's he's like a sponge. He's really picking up really well. And we're going to do some call review later um, on our team meeting. And I was like, man, I'm about to hop on with Angelo because we we're just talking about some some stuff with uh, some, you know, kind of recapping some of the calls he's had this week, um, some of the calls yesterday as well. And I was like, you know, it would be probably a good thing to just get on with somebody who's a fucking savage with sales. I don't know where the conversation is going to go, but that's kind of the context since there was a little bit of delay before the pod today. I was already jamming with Noah. We're like, hey, let's get on. Let's Let's go. Let's see where Angelo kind of takes it. Um, because I think it would be very good for any rep 
but obviously selfishly Noah for Gym Academy in particular to kind of learn some of the, the nuggets and the gold that you will spill today. Sure, man. And I appreciate you wanting to savage in sales. Unfortunately, I, I, on a short notice, I can't pull that person in, but I will try to do the best I can uh, to fill that position. You are a savage at the cheesy ass jokes. That's for sure. So I'm a dad. So the dad jokes just come natural. Um, yeah, dude, I like to think that like, I know a little bit about sales, but Noah, tell me a little bit about, you're very new, right? Like a couple, couple weeks into Gym Academy and, you know, I guess, you know, you're the, the, the client, your offer, all that stuff, it's very, fairly new to you. What do you, what do you think your biggest, I'm going to say issue, but the biggest thing you can improve on right now is what you're coming up against right now. Yeah. Um, biggest thing is just challenging people, getting to a point where I'm not um, agreeing and, and just being like a, a pushover, I guess you would say, to the business owner, um, giving them just an idea that not everything that they're saying is correct. You know, um, I think that's probably the biggest thing because I'm losing the authority with with some of the business owners when I can't challenge them. You know, so I think that's probably the biggest thing right now. So losing authority, trying to not be so much "quote unquote" a pushover. Um, mm-hmm. When you say that, give me some specifics or examples um, of what you're what you're referring to. I think, I mean, a, a specific would be when when business owners go into talking about their business, and you know, some business owners are they're really into themselves, and the biggest thing that they're talking about is they think that everything they're doing is correct. They think that everything they're doing, oh, it's really good. You know, I have a really good product, um, and I just kind of agree with it, if you will. And I, those would be times to where I could challenge them. Say, is it really that good? You know, we're not really doing great numbers. Um, so I'm just lacking that challenge or sale, like we, like Bob and I have talked about. Um, I'm going to write some stuff down too, so don't mind them. Yeah, no, you're fine. Um, just making people feel like not everything they're doing is correct. And that's why they're here is to to change. Why do you think you do that? Maybe it, it could be a small lack of experience in the B2B world. Um, majority of my experience comes from B2C. Second reason would be I'm, I'm probably just trying to be too likable, honestly. Okay. And what do you think the best outcome for your clients are when they get on a call with you? Best outcome would be them getting what they need to get to the next level and obviously signing up. What is what is it that they need to get to the next level? Um, in, in our case, it would be first off, majority of the things is lead generation that people are needing help with. And then the help on the back end with, with consulting and coaching, making sure that we can actually run the business properly after we get the leads in. What do you mean? What, go a little deeper, but like lead generation, but what are they really, what are they really needing? Mm, I mean, I guess in our case, they're, they're, they're needing an offer. They're needing something that st- makes them standing out from their competition. Um, something, why do they need that? Why? Because if they don't, then the customers will just automatically push them in with the same ads that they're always seeing with gyms and, and uh, you know, workout studios in their area. Why is that dangerous? Because they want to be able to stand out and be unique. Why do they want to stand out and be unique? Because you're not you're you're not going to attract that ideal client without standing out and you being unique. What does having that ideal client do for their business? One, it's going to increase the 
the retention. You're going to be bringing in the number, the, the best quality client from the start. Um, second, it's going to also improve your, your client experience. The current clients are going to be around the ideal client being around great people. Um, what do both of those things do for a business? Increases organic lead flow. I'm going to keep it. I'll, I'll literally spend the whole half hour until I get the answer I want. <laughs> why, do they, why do they need the ideal client more, the ideal client more retention? Why? What is the outcome of that for the business owner? You were a business owner. I was, but I didn't know what I was doing. That's why I got out of it. <laughs> well, listen, if you have a pulse, you'll figure this out. I promise you. Okay. So first qualifying question, do you have a pulse? Yeah, I would, I would consider myself. I cool. saved the world. I mean, cool. You did, dude. You had saved humanity. <laughs> this is, this, this is going to be a cakewalk for you. When, when you get it, you're going to like, Oh, okay. if you had more, if you were able to attract and bring in more, ideal clients with perfect cars that you'd go and they have four cars for you to wash every day. So you don't do one car, then drive 30 minutes to do another car, then drive 45 minutes to do another car and do 10. Mm -hmm. If you just had like four great clients with four cars and you just did one block, boom, the next half of the day, another block, boom. And that, like, what does that do for your business? What does having a bunch of clients like that do for your business? Well, I mean, the first thing is it increases in efficiency. Um, and what does increasing efficiency efficient. do? It gives you some more flexibility um, as far as time, what you can do, what you can't, uh, you, you have more opportunities. Um, I guess Translate you say opportunities you, into a very simple term that business owners understand. What does opportunity mean to a business? One word and it starts with M. Money. <laughs> right. Okay. Does it, is it clicking? Why do they need an ideal client? Because that's where the money's at. Right. So they're on the call for you, call with you because they need to generate more revenue or something for the business, right? right? They don't need ideal clients. Nobody needs leads. Nobody needs an offer. They want what comes from that, right? Money. Right. They, they want the end result. And the reason I'm trying to say this is how confident are you in scale one through 10 that you guys can deliver that end result for them, regardless of the means, right? Regardless of the way, if you have to do leads, if you have to do an offer, if you have to do consulting, if you have to do whatever your, whatever program you guys are doing, whatever your offer is, on a scale one through 10, 10 being, we'll effing nail it, or one being, I really don't believe it, and act like Bob's on the phone, he's not going to fire you right now. How confident are you in scale one through 10 that when you get on a call with a client, that you will increase the revenue and meet that goal? In the past three weeks that I've been here, I've yet to see someone we haven't been able to help. So I'm at a 10. You're at a 10. Cool. So you told me earlier that you disagree with the business owners and you want to be liked and you're not willing to challenge them, right? Or you're not, you haven't been challenging them. Yeah, I would say that's more accurate. It's not that I'm not willing. It, it's just that I'm, I haven't been. All right. I'm going to challenge you. I don't think you're a 10 yet yeah. i think you're probably like a six or a seven and i think you'll become a 10 and that's what bob's probably going to be training you on and getting you good client stories for but um you see how many questions i ask you to understand your situation or try to help lead you to like understanding why why clients on the phone i did because you got to understand that this is the this is the end result that they want to build revenue and they're on the call with you for a reason and then on the other side of that is you have to understand that if they hang up the call with you, 
and they don't transact with you and they don't come on board with you, like you said, there's a thousand other bullshit fucking companies are going to take their money and they're going to fucking rape them for lack Mm -hmm. of better terms. And you have a moral obligation. If you truly believe in your heart that you're a 10 out of 10 to truly find out what they want, show them how your product or whatever specific offer fills that void and gets them to their end result. And if they leave this call and they get off this call and they sign, what's going to happen is they're going to just go based off of some cheap bullshit ad they see that's less price because they have no value or don't know how it fixes it or whatever. And they're going to get burned and they're going to add a bad name to your niche or your, your market or your, you know, area. And then they're also going to screw themselves and they could be out of business and they could have children. And they could not be able to put food on the table and they could have to go try to find a job to make up on their bills and be behind on the rent. And it's that fucking serious, right? So if you're not convicted enough and you don't understand your offer or your product enough, and you're not understanding a client situation deep enough, you'll never be able to challenge them and hold them accountable because they're going to be the expert on the call. You're not. Dig what I'm talking about? I agree with that. When you're on a call, I, I've talked to this with, um, you know, uh, Bob obviously knows John, our sales rep, and um, he's, his, he's his brother-in-law. And he's, he's dealing with a confidence issue a little bit, and he's starting to overcome that and doing a lot better. But like when you let clients steamroll you, like he gets on with attorneys that are making, I don't know, private jets, eight figures sometimes, and he's talking to them. And it's really hard when you're like, you know, younger and you're not as established to get on there and be like, oh, I know more than this guy. You have to understand they're on a call with you for a reason. You are the authority. You are the expert on that call or they wouldn't be on the call with you. So when a business owner starts telling you about how great their business is, hey, dude, it sounds awesome. Sounds like you got everything rock and roll right now. A quick question for you, like, why'd you reach out? What do you need from us? Leads. What do you say then when they say leads? I need leads. What do you say? Usually I go into to numbers. Why? See if that's why to see what their current situation is like. But why not dig into what leads mean? Help them understand. You see how I have to help you understand things through good questions? Help them understand what they really need. So as far as like a, a question you would come back as at, you know, I need leads. You would say, why do you think you need leads? Or what do you think a rebuttal question would be? Just simple. Cause it's, and I gotta catch you off. Yeah, go ahead. Part of it is, is the curiosity. They say, hey, I need Bob's help like, fuck, I'm not gonna have any shorts out of this episode. I haven't said anything. This is bullshit. Bob's like, give me the stage, man. Well, I'm taking some notes. Well, first off, even just as, like even one listening, to the questions you're asking, how you're saying it, but there's also is ex- super good. It's super vital. And I'm really trying not to cut off, but at the other side of things, as the business owner, it's like, you're hearing things. You're like, shit, you want to interject and you want to give the answer and you want to give the answer. So one, I think there's a lesson just for business owners is like, Hey, you just got to sit back. You know, you can't, if you always feed the answers, then the other individual won't ever, you know, be able to come to conclusions themselves, which is part of sales. But this just comes to curiosity. If somebody said, this is one knowing, and if we go back to some of the stuff that Angela was saying is you have to know the end result in mind of what's going to happen as a result. And they're saying, I need leads. So the answer, the question that I would personally ask would just be why, why do you need leads? That's it. 
it's not, we don't even need to get into numbers yet because we don't even know why they think it's leads. And what our goal is. You don't even know if it is, is leads. To, yeah. Like the goal is to actually find the problem because understanding when we're dealing with business owners, there is a little bit of an ego in all of us. We've started our own business. I mean, no, you started your own business. So you know this. This is also why you're you're going to be very good and you are good in sales is because you do have that, that ego because there has to be a little bit of a component there. However, if when we get onto a call generally with a prospect, if they knew what their problem was, they probably would have solved it. Or if we ask that question and they say leads, then they can explain their position as to behind it. And then our responsibility is being like, what is the actual problem? Is it actually leads? A lot of people think it's leads, but it's sales. A lot of people think it's leads, but it's delivery. You know, a lot of people think it's leads, but it's, are all leads created equal? So we need to, that's where we just need to start uncovering. And there's lots of things that we need to uncover in there. And I, I so like, obviously I had to cut you off, you know, but I think one of the stuff, no, I don't know if you picked up on it when Angelo was kind of just like, just going through this entire thing. You notice how he wasn't leading you with anything. He knew the answer. He knew exactly where he wanted to get you to, but he could, he never, and he still hasn't given it to you truly yet because in order for essentially the sale to be made, the, the individual on the other end has to like have their aha moment. Like it has to click. So, and instead of like leading you and asking lean questions, he's just asking super simple questions going back to what you just said. Like as to essentially, it's just like a child. It's like, why, why, what do you mean by that? Like that's, that's it. So sorry to cut you off, Angela. No, you're good. I have ADHD. You probably ruined everything I have planned. I forgot it all. Oh, sorry. But, yeah, no, I mean, no, 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 no big deal. Um, <laughs> so, you know, yeah, Bob's absolutely right. I, I, I do appreciate you hopping in. It's a very, very insightful and spot on. Um, when, um, you know, when you say leads, you can just ask them why, right? Or you can do what you do. Say, got, got it. Like, what have you done in the past to generate leads? How many leads are you generating right now? Uh, how many leads are you looking to generate? Why is that important to you? And you can find out like, hey, I've tried 10 other lead generation companies and really what's important to me is just good leads. Like I've been getting bad leads, got it. Tell me a little bit about your process. When a lead comes in to they sign up at your gym and they're doing burpees on your floor, tell me a little bit about the process from like your phone pinging to them training with you. What do you mean? What I mean is you don't have a fucking process. Why would I ask? what the process is, right? They're just telling me they need good leads. Like erase what I just told you. What would you say if somebody just told you, hey, and I just need good leads. Like I've tried this company, that company, that company. And I just, they're all just BS leads. It's all nonsense. Yeah. No, I would probably start to figure out what the definition of good leads would be. Um, right. But you need my good leads. Oh, leads that are, you know, coming in or blah, 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 blah. Take it from there. Let's role play. Go ahead. Leads that are just qualified. They're good clients and they, you know, train, like I'm just I've tried a bunch of lead generation companies and just all, it's all bullshit leads. I just need really good leads that are good clients that are going to sign up. What is the, the, the process once you get those leads in the door? What do you mean process? The process from when you sign, when that lead hits your phone and when you get that, that lead to actually step foot in your gym. Oh, I mean, we typically get it. And like, you know, me or some of the coaches will, will give them a ring. And, um, you know, invite them in and kind of tell them about our, 
a program. Um, but they just typically like just, they're all just window shoppers. They all just ask us a bunch of stupid questions and they're not even interested in change, changing their life. Um, you know, yep. they're, they're not really interested. They're just like window shoppers, tire kickers. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Do you think that any of the, the lack of structure with your process could lead to any of those? Great question too early. Bad leads? Write that down right there. Write that question. That's a great question. Okay. Right. So like, I don't know your sales process. So I'm going to change your whole sales process right now, but great question way too early. Cause you just put me on the defense. I'm mad at you and I'm going to hang up on you right now. Don't fucking question okay. me. I have an ego. Got it. So, you know, obviously you're an amazing coach, but you're just looking for people to that, like really want to train and really want, you know, you, you just need to get in front of good people that can benefit from your services. Right. Yep. And then meanwhile, I'm writing down fucked mindset, no process. I literally have that written down. All right. So I'm writing that down. Why am I writing that down and not bringing it up right now? So that way you can come back to their <laughs> lack of a process. Sure. But why wouldn't I just give it to them right now? In the middle of the fact finding. I could see how that could partly be some of the aha moment. When it comes down to, oh, you're right. I don't have a process. But why won't they just have that? Why can't I tell them right now? Why can't they say have the aha moment right now? I would think you would need the aha moment closer to the close. Why? For it to be more of a logical sale in their in, in their standpoint. So that way they could see, okay, we talked about all of our problems and what we have going on right now. And then he challenged me on, do I think that my process is actually part of the problem? So he probably knows more than I do about my process. Now we can so talk he about feels, moving forward. So he feels that you understand him much better. Agreed. Good. You got to the answer. Because in your fact finding, right? Like think of a fucking um, of a muscle or whatever they are with had the pearls, right? I don't know what they mm -hmm. are. Not a muscle. It's I'm an idiot. It's a um, oyster. So think oh. of an oyster, right? You want to get the pearl, right? And the pearl is their why and the reason they're doing this and what the issues are and how you can solve them. Like that's the pearl, right? As soon as you just give them some bullshit and they're like, God, this guy's selling me. He's just trying to use this against me. He ain't getting no pearl. Shuts right up. Finito! You're done, dude. Hang the phone up. Go go get a coffee and just relax. You got to keep them open to the fact-finding. Like, you ever like, I don't know, how, how old are you? 23. All right, 23. So you probably still remember your childhood a little better than me and Bob will. But like, your parents like start like, if they ask you questions, you start answering them. They started giving you advice. Sometimes you shut down. Did you say that's right? Yeah, right? that's like, accurate. So like you're asking them questions and all of a sudden you're just, don't be trained on the stove because blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, I know I asked that. Fuck. I'm not telling this idiot anymore. Yeah. He's just doing this. to give You know what I mean? You have to lead them all the way through. And then how I do sales is a little different. Like I'll, I will get all the stuff in the fact finding. And then, and Bob, I think your process is very similar at the end. Like, Hey, do you think there's anything I'm missing? Would you want, would you like my thoughts? And I'll just hit them with like two to three points. Like first, when you said earlier, you know how you told me earlier that you said you needed, I forget, see that ADHD is bad, but um, F mindset. I didn't write the second part down. What was the second part? No, no process. No process. You know what? Earlier when you told me that blank, 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 
I've been on X amount of calls for X amount of years and helped generate X amount of dollars. And what I found was, you know, clients with a blank, blank, blank process to convert to leads. And blah, blah. So, and I always like throw it off. Like, I don't think it's your fault. I think that the companies you've been working with haven't trained you how to properly turn a lead into a paying client because you have amazing fucking services. I can tell from talking to this coach, you're a great fucking coach, but we need to get an ironclad process for you to take the opportunity and turn it into a paying member at your gym. You got to get paid what you fucking deserve, dude. So I don't think it's your fault. I think people have given you leads with no context. It's like you, and I'll give them an analogy. It's like you going in and writing a work on a board for a client. They've never done it before. They're not going to have no clue how to get it. But you know that if you were able to translate that and tell them how to use that workout to do it properly, they're going to get the most amazing fucking results they've ever gotten in their life. So I think what we need to start with is just giving you a blank, blank, blank process to be able to and result so that you can, whatever their why is, you know, finally grow your gym, hire staff, and spend time with your wife and kids. Would you agree? I agree. You're saying think, that the the all your thoughts that you're going to be feeding back to them come after discovery. Yep. And okay. I don't, Bob. Please don't kill me. I don't want to change your sales process because <laughs> I know it's going to be doing half yours, half mine. And I'm just no, saying how I do it. And there's plenty of ways to skin a cat. It's literally the same. So because that is actually a trap that a lot of people get into because that's coaching. However, if you start giving them that feedback, you know, one out of two ways, one, before they're ready for it, they're going to clock out. They're done because they still may think they have another problem. And if they're going that, they may, hey, that's not the problem. This is the problem. This person's not even listening to me. Right. They don't even because they haven't you haven't gotten to the point right now. All discovery is is true curiosity from the sales reps perspective. I need to identify every issue inside of the business so that I can uncover what really is going on and holding them back from getting the success they deserve. And I'm just asking questions. I'm not coaching at all throughout it. And like, if you find something, they're like, hey, that's good to know. You know, I'm going to, that's awesome. I'm going to circle back and give you my thoughts later on that. You can see it like Bob, that's phenomenal. Like, hey, dude, love that. I have a client like um, Tim that dealt with the same thing. And then just don't even tell them what that is. Yeah. It's like, cool. I, I hear it. I get it. We'll talk about that. I love it. I'll, I'll share some feedback, but, uh, you know, tell me a little bit more about boom. And then you're digging, you're just literally getting curiosity. Cause I need to know in every, in, in all businesses, it's the same. I need to know certain levels of every single aspect to find out where the real issues are go- coming at so that we can actually truly help the individual and identify what that plan is going to look for. So, and early on, if we start essentially that's coaching, but if you start coaching, advice or giving them advice and giving them, you know, feedback on things that they don't, they're not even aware of an issue yet. Because if you're like, oh yeah, so you don't have a process. They're like, no motherfucker, it's bad leads. So then they're going to shut it off because they're like, ah, and that's a, it's a mistake that a lot of people make. And it's till we uncover everything going on, we fully go through discovery, which is what are all, what's going on? What are the problems? What are all the issues? If these things don't get solved, What's the impact for this individual and their business? I need to understand that entire picture before I could ever give them any feedback. Because if I don't know the entirety of that situation, then I'll never be able to truly create a plan that can actually help them. Two things happen. Yeah, go. Two things happen when you coach too early. One, like Bob said, they shut down. 
you're done. You're never going to get their why, never going to get their problems, never going to get what you need to get, right? To hold them accountable and make them who they said they wanted to be at the beginning of that call, right? Never going to get the opportunity to save that gym owner's life. And they're going to be, you know, a bum on the street with a sign saying, help, I own a gym, right? So you failed them. You should lose sleep over that. And the second thing that's going to happen is you're going to put somebody in the buying pocket closer to the, oh, I get it. I can do this on my own. If you give too much coaching too early. Oh, okay. I'll just come up with a process. Peace, dog. I'm going to pay you guys. Then they're going to create a super process. They don't know what it is. And they're going to fail. They're going to be back in six months. It's going to be in a worse situation. So you're going to do two things. You're going to shut them up. You're going to screw yourself for making a sale and helping them out. And then two, you're going to make them think that they can do it on their own. Both you don't want. Like let's talk about buying pocket. You know what the buying pocket is? I'm, I'm assuming the part of the call when they're in the buying mode. It's kind of, kind of. So buying pocket, think of it as, um, for lack of better example, this is, my thing's flipped. Over on the right is where I can do it myself. Over on the left is where this shit isn't even real. It's not possible. I've never made more than $1,000 in my life. If they're not in the middle, they're not transacting. So like over on the right is where the guy's like, hey, I can do this. I do that. Do that boom. So your job is to ask great questions to knock him back down to where he feels like it's possible, but he's unable to do it on his own or it's too hard to do it on his own. On the other end, it's the person that doesn't believe this is ever possible, blah, 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 and failed. It's never worked for anybody. I never heard anybody make that kind of money. This is BS. That's only on TV. That's in movies. It's fake Instagram stories of people making this kind of money. You got to kick them up to the buying pocket. They have to believe on that call that it's possible, but it's not possible without you or it's way too hard. And they got to pay you because they don't want to deal with it. That's a buying pocket. So like the people that are just here, here, boom, how do you kick them back? Why'd you reach out to us? What are you looking to get out of this? Why us? Why now? Sounds like you got everything together. So you got a great gym going on. Like, what were you looking for from us? Leads. Got it. Like, what are you looking for specifically with leads? More sales. Got it. How many sales are you making currently? How many sales are you looking to get to? What's your revenue? Right? You're digging and digging and digging and digging. So really, from what I'm hearing, and just so I'm curious to know, like, so what we're really looking to do is generate blank revenue, right? Yeah, why is that important to you to get to that revenue goal? Because I got to hire some staff, dude. I'm, I'm the trainer, I'm the marketer, I'm the salesperson, I'm the janitor on this. Got it. So like that person's goal is that because he's losing his family and he's working 24-7 and he's like, he's a one-man band and the guy gets a cold and his whole entire business shuts down, right? So like, oh, now I understand your problem, right? And you only get there through great questions. So you got to knock them back, boom. You got to create that. Well, why haven't you able to do this? What have you tried? Why hasn't it worked? Why has it failed? Why do you, what do you think you need from us? And then help them understand why that's probably not the thing that they need from us. And then give that all to him in the thoughts. And the thought section at the end is just creating doubt. Boom. This is why, this is what you need help with. Creating a problem. Solidifying it. Getting them to agree that this is a problem. Cool. Hey, you let me know where you want to go from here. After I'm done the thoughts, hey, you let me know where you want to go from here. I can go over our program. I think you're a great fit, dude. I think we can help you. But I don't want to pressure you into anything you, you don't want to do, you're not ready to do. Let me know if you want to hear what we have going on over here or if you'd like to you know, go over the next steps. Boom. And then I'm going to go over our program and relate it specifically to the issues that 
we've agreed that he has. Hey, you know how we just talked about you didn't have a specific process and you needed a blank to blank so that you can blank? Cool, well, here's how we're gonna do that for you. Blank, 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 blank. And before I go to the close, go over the price, how do you feel about that process? You feel this is actually what you want to, you, you're, you're ready to do, you need this right now, blah, 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 cool. Yes. Depends on what it costs. Got it. Price aside, like whether this is a dollar, a million dollars, whatever it is, just leave it all out the window. 110% what you need right now for your business has to happen. You agree this is the best way to take care of it and all the other ways, but this is it. Yes. Got it. Well, you know, you're just dealing with price at the end. Right? It's very easy. Payment plans to this. Boom. So I don't know if that was insightful. And I'm going to ramble and get way off topic because I'm, I'm already starting to. <laughs> and Bob's laughing because he knows I go crazy and I'll go all over the place. <laughs> no, that was... I actually think that's a great way because we're kind of coming to the top of the hour anyway. I think... That I mean, no. What was your what was your impression? How's what's what's your uh, what's your feedback? I like that. I've never heard of the 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 buying pocket. I've, I've never gone through that, so um, that was new. It, it's not new. Like, there's only so many ways that you could like talk about something. It's. I thought it's I created same... that, dude. I just saw. I saw it on. I think Taylor just had a training on it too, dude. In the London thing, I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me, dude? I was so. I was telling yeah. my guys, I'm like, I was gonna have you watch his training. It's what I've been teaching them for years. I'm like, you bastards. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for cutting you off. No, it's, it's, uh, I, I agree on it. Only thing I, I do have a question for you, Angelo. Sure. Um, we, we touched more on the person that comes to us thinking that they really could do it on their own. How do you get that person to the buying pocket that doesn't have any belief system that they don't actually think? Cause I literally just a couple of days ago, I, I talked to some guy and he's like, yeah, I, I've worked with so many marketing agencies. I just don't actually think that this is possible. Well, the same way, man. I'll just make it really short for you, right? Why do you feel that? And you need to identify why it didn't work and find out that, oh, they weren't calling the leads or they weren't working the leads or like the marketing was a free program or something like that. And they didn't, they didn't have the, they weren't trained properly by the company to convert them into paying members, right? They just get all these free people and they all left. Right, tell me about your process when they came into when they left. What were your touch points? Did you have a midway meeting to do this kind of guy? Where was your sit down? Why do you feel they didn't stay? Do they get good results? Just understand it. And then you know, like, boom, okay, they didn't have a process to convert them. And you share that in the thoughts. But we give you that, right? It's like, yo, go go mow my lawn, but you don't have a lawn, but are they going to bite the grass with their teeth? Of course they're going to fail. Like, dog, we get you a zero turn here. Like, that shit is you can whip it around and flip it around and cut that grass up and down, baby. You know? Like, shit, I'm not going to have you cut grass with your teeth. Get you a fucking zero turn, man. You don't cut grass in Arizona. It's like 109,000 degrees. You have fucking rocks on your front lawn, but I get it. And fake grass. Yeah, fake rocks and, and, and an astroturf. Yeah. <laughs> but does that help? I know it was a very condensed version of it. No, it, it does. I mean, it's a, it's the same idea. Because as I go back and think about that particular example, there's a couple of things that I probably could have asked. Would it have moved the needle much for that particular person? I don't know, but... Um, you could have closed no, that I, person. I appreciate it. It's still not off the table, but um, yeah. You should you should fucking lose sleep over every fucking client you lose because you can close everybody. If they're if they clicked on that button and they said they needed help, ooh, it's all on us to figure out why they needed help. 
the, you'll, 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 your life will change when you learn to fall. I literally just posted something today about it, um, about like personal accountability. Like when people go to the general and say like, hey, we lost the war. And, and the general's like, hey, dude, the soldiers didn't listen. It's like, nah, dude, it's on you. Always accept personal accountability. I could have done something different. What could I have done differently? I could have changed that fucking person's mind, man. I just needed a little more time. I needed to ask two questions. Fuck, I missed this great question right here. I know. But everything's a learning experience. Walk away from every call that you didn't sell. Being like, damn, what could I have done differently? And analyze it, figure it out, and use it on your next call. You can close everybody that comes across the fucking door. If they showed up, and the only reason you're not going to close them is they don't have a gym. And maybe you can close them on consulting on how to open a gym. I don't know if you guys have that offer, but like, that's probably something Bob's very good at too. So fuck, let me call Bob, dude. I can really help you. It's just not what we're used to doing. You can close anybody that's on the phone, dude. As long as they have a fucking pulse and they're on that other line, they have a gym, you're, you can close them. Appreciate it. Sure, dude. Appreciate you wearing a collared shirt to a fucking in, in, informal fucking Zoom meeting, man. Showing up like a fucking boss. It's Best dress on the call. You, was today <laughs> valuable? What'd you think? It absolutely was. Absolutely. I mean, I, I got challenged myself. It was good. I think once I once I challenge and once I get to that that confidence point, then I I, I do think that's going to be the the game changer for me. Sure, dude. Sure. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you hopped on. Dude, really appreciate it. Bob, any any closing remarks? That was fantastic. Bob's like, yo, editors, give me some clips, man. I talked for three and a half minutes out of here. Give me some clips. No, that's dog. perfect. It's all it's hey, it's worth it for me. So, and I think it's worth it for anybody when they listen because it's. So many people look at, and actually, Angela, this was your post the other day. They look for the tactics, they look for strategies, but even a lot of them, honestly, people get on the they get on the sales. They're just looking to sell somebody. They're actually not looking to listen. Our goal is to listen to uncover what's really going on, the impacts of what's going on, and then seeing if we can help. But if we don't ever listen, if we don't ever try and truly uncover and get them to understand that that hey, this is what it is, this is why, then it doesn't matter what you're selling then you can't help them because the whole time, the whole time they could tell you were just trying to sell them. My old manager at Mercedes made me write a note out two years in one mouth because I never shut up. <laughs> Sales is listening, man. Listen to people, yeah. you know, uncover stuff. It's good questions. All right, man. Well, we'll catch you all next week. Thank you for hopping on. Uh, you met Noah from the ARC. Um, next week he won't be on but he's gonna be crushing the sales thanks for listening if you're learning from us i want you to share this with other business owners who are hustling just like you oh and don't forget give us your social so we can have all the info see you on the next one